Paul's admonition to Timothy, then, then that's how I want to live. I want to live unmasked. I want to live a real life. I want to live a sincere, I want to live out a sincere faith. Many other people think that's what I want. That's what I want. So, so but sometimes, I think sometimes we do wear masks. Let's, let's talk today <coughs> about a couple of masks that we might wear. And again, there's hundreds we could talk about. But um, I think one of the masks that we might wear, and guys, if uh, some of you are going to help me preach this this morning, you have those bags there, reach into the bags and go ahead and, and help, uh, okay? But some, um, sometimes I think we, um, we wear the mask of the, of the imitator, all right? The, the one who um, just kind of imitates other people, the one who, uh, you know, and so this, this, this imitator, this, uh, maybe this person would be kind of a performer, all right? They, they would put on, a, they put on the mask of, I am what I do, right? Okay? We, we know all about Spider-Man. We know all about, right? And he's Peter Parker by day, but then he puts on the mask. He puts on the uniform. And he's Spider-Man. He's out there climbing walls and webbing people. And he's, right, he, he's the doing. He's out there fighting crime. He's, he's all doing all these things. We're used to. I don't know how they've got it all twisted up now. Spider-Man and Batman and every Superman, all people fighting against each other. That's not how it's supposed to work for people, I'm telling you. Okay? But... Um, but he's this person who he has created a persona, a mask. And so he's, he's kind of this, this, this imitator, this, this um, person that's playing the game there. He's, he's the person that he becomes associated with. He goes, I am what I do. And so I'm going through these motions and I'm, I'm struggling that, 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 that I, I get off my value from my achievements. And so I'm, I'm working hard to, to achieve fame and to achieve riches and to achieve glory and, and to get praise and accolades for myself. And, and all of a sudden, they forget who they really were because now all they're concerned with is how many dollars are in the bank how much fame, how much, how much um, acclaim that they have in their lives. It's all about my achievements. It's the kind of person you talk to them and say, hey, how you doing? Man, I'm doing great business. It's wonderful, fantastic. Oh, man, it's the kind of preacher you talk to when they say, hey, brother, how you doing? Man, doing great, running 700, you know. So where'd you run them to, man? That's like, you're like running cattle or something. What are you talking about, you know? It's, there's a persona, there's a... There's, they're all about achievement, all about good works. Anybody here ever, ever had a mask on that said, you know, when I do good, then I'm valuable. But when I don't do good, then I'm not valuable. When I do good, God likes me and God accepts me. But, man, you know what? I didn't read my Bible enough this week. I didn't pray enough this week. I didn't do enough this week. So, so God might not like me today. And and what Paul's saying is he's saying, hey, come on, take off that mask. No masks like that. Listen, live a sincere faith. Know who you are. Know that you were bought and paid for by the blood of Jesus Christ. Know that your value is in the fact that God breathed his breath into you and made you a living being. Amen? He said, that's who you are. It's not about your works. It's about my works. And, but there's other masks that we might wear. Another mask might be, um, might be one that we could call a, um, an, an, an impersonator, okay? 
an impersonator. And this person, and it's a beautiful mask, and so they, they wear the mask, and, and they're always fluttering around, and, and, and they're always out there. They're the ones that are always trying to please people. And, and so whatever it takes to make somebody happy, and, and they're always there, and, and they're always there to just to, for you and to help you and to serve you and to do for you. And, to, and, and so they're always pleasing people. Oh, and if you want to go and have fun, I'll go and have fun with you. And if, oh, if you want to go and do this, I'll go do this with you. I'm always that person that's there just to please you. Because if I please you, if I make you happy, then I'll get something in return. Then I'll get your acceptance, or I'll get your friendship, or I'll get your appreciation. Let me tell you, man, there's so many of us. And I've got to tell you, this for a long time in my life, this was a... The mask, oh, if I can just, if I can be good and, and if I can please you and I can make you happy and I can be all things to all people, then somebody will love me and somebody will care about me. And, and can I tell you that, that that's a hard way to live because you try to please one person and man, they might want one thing and you try to please another person and they want something different and then all of a sudden you're back and forth and, and you're trying to always reflect. You're always imitating what somebody else wants and it's very easy to live under that mask and to lose who you've really been created to be. That you've been created by an almighty God for an, an amazing purpose. And, and Paul goes to Timothy and he says, hey, Timothy, there's going to be a lot of demands on your life. There's going to be a lot of people that are going to be coming and pulling on you. And some are going to want you to believe one thing and talk about, oh, yes, you've got to believe this. And, and Timothy, if you go with them, then what about all these over here that are going to say, but I want you over here. I want you to believe this and I want you to do this. And, and he says, hey, what? You know, he says, Timothy, live this. Live a sincere faith that in that sincere faith, you please the Lord. That your focus. How many people know that we live for an audience of one? Amen? Amen. So he says, uh, he says, that's what I want to encourage you to do. Don't, don't be the impersonator. I think there's another mask that sometimes we, uh, we wear. And this, this mask is the, is the idealist. This mask is the, the person who, um, they, uh, they, set such high, they, they set incredibly high standards. Not anything wrong with standards, right? But, but they, they put on this mask and, and then in this mask they go, hey, listen, I've got the ability and, and I've got the plan and, and, and what I say is right and I know better than everybody else and, and my standards are so much higher. And, and, I, I, and you know what? They set standards, high standards for themselves and for other people. And when they don't live up to their own high standards, you know what the response is to it, to it is? They'll just criticize everybody else for not leading up to those same standards. They'll deflect the attention and go, well, you know what? If I was doing it, then here's how I would do it. And if I was leading, this is the way I would lead. And if I was preaching it, this is how I'd preach it. Why don't you just let me up there and I'll, I'll show you how to do it. And so there are, <laughs> there are these people that they have that per, high on the perfectionistic chart, but low on the grace chart. Right? Man, isn't it amazing? We can get off at the coffee shop somewhere and we can sit around and we can solve every problem in everybody's life. We can fix all the issues of the world and we can get in the back corners and we can whisper and chat and talk. But you know what Paul says? Hey, Timothy, don't fall into that trap. 
Don't, don't live a life as where you're living some perfectionistic standpoint. He goes, why don't you live to please God? Live in the fullness of His Spirit. Live in His grace. He says, no, no putting on a mask of perfectionism and judgment and criticism. He says, that's not the way that we're going to live. That's not we're going to, the way we're going to live as, as the men and women who God has called. Anybody? Anybody? recognize any of these masks not in our lives never but have you ever seen some of these masks in somebody else's life anybody ever seen some of these masks okay i'll tell you what really okay guys go ahead and help me out there we need to tune into some of this because from time to time we not we might not recognize it but there might be people sitting around us come on people sitting around us with masks on just take a moment look around anybody see anybody put those Look at that. See anybody with masks? Man, look at this. <clears throat> We've got some beautiful masks and some we really need to pray for, don't we? <laughs> so, <laughs> thank you guys for helping me with that, all right? But, but, but you know what? Those are the masks. The masks that our youth and children have, these are the masks that are easy to see, aren't they? They're, they're recognizable. But what about the masks of victim and the, mask of, the masks that we wear about... Oh man, I'm I'm just I'm I'm hurt. I'm the hurt person. I want, and if if I wear the mask of hurt and people see me as hurt, then maybe everybody will give me some attention, right? Or if I wear the mask of know-it-all, then then I'll be the answer man, and everybody will run to me, and then I'll they'll watch me give the answers, and and I think the temptation is just so great to live under a mask. And Paul reiterates and he says, "Do not do this." You know, there's another um, a mask. This is my favorite mask here. I love this mask. He says, uh, right? This, this is a, when I was going out to buy masks, um, <coughs> this, this is the, a Mardi Gras mask, right? This is, this is the mask where you're kind of an impersonator. Okay? I, mean, I mean, you're an imposter. I'm sorry, you're an imposter, right? And so you're hiding your identity. You're, you're just pretending to be somebody else and and you take on not only the mask but you take on the persona of the mask and so what you really become is you become like a a chameleon has anybody ever seen one of those little chameleons man isn't it amazing how that they can they can be in one they can be up against the brick and blend right in with the brick and then they go down on the grass and they blend in with the grass and and, and wherever they wherever they're at they let the situation define them they, they, they let the circumstances of their life define who they are. And so they're always changing their colors. They're always changing their tone. They're always changing their attitudes. You know, I think this is a, a great reminder for us as New Covenant Church. That our situation, who we are, folks, look at me, okay? Look at me. Who we are is not defined by what building we worship in. I said, who we are is not defined by a building or chairs or music. Or, it's defined by the God who saves us. It's defined by the God that we worship. It's defined by, by what's in our hearts and why we do what we do. I can remember moving into this building and and giving the admonition, let's not get our hearts fixed on the building. Okay, we're not, it's, not, it's not about the building. 
Now listen, I'm thankful for the building God's given us. I'm thankful. I appreciate I appreciate all the hard work of Mark Finley and the building team and, and, the, and, and the literally hundreds upon hundreds of decisions and details that have had to been dealt with. Thank you. But can I tell you that what building we're in doesn't define who we are. We are defined by who has saved us and who has called us and who has appointed us and planted us here in the earth in this day and what His purposes are for our lives. Amen? Hey, because you know what? So just changing a building, brick and mortar defines who we are. What happens when brick and mortar is gone? That, that's not what defines us. I'm thankful for everything that's taken place in this building. I'm thankful (laughs) for all of the amazing things, for people getting saved and and filled with the Spirit and and deliverances that have taken place. And I mean, physical healings, miracles that have gone on throughout the journey here in this building. Can I tell you, it didn't come because of the building. It came because of the God whose glory and presence fills the building. And I don't know about you, but I found myself already praying, God, the other day, we were over there, Monday night, we were over there with the staff, and I was just going, God, I don't want to be in this building, I don't want to be any place without the fullness of your presence in my life. I, I don't want to be any place, God, where, where you are not the one that when people walk in, that they're not impressed with a, a, a wood or, or whatever else is there. They're impressed by the glory of your presence. They're impressed by your love and by your peace and by the, the manifestation of who you are. Folks, if people are going to be impressed by something, if people are going to watch something in our lives, whether it's as an individual or as a, or as a church, Let's be, let it be that they see the love of Jesus Christ being lived out of a sincere faith. How many people think that's a good idea? Let, let's, let it, let's, let's let it be the, the peace of his presence that, that even in the midst of storms and conflicts and difficulties, they see a steadiness. They see something that goes beyond natural ability. Natural ability. That it's something that comes, that's lived not from the outside in, but from the inside out. Anybody think that that might work? That the presence of God, I'm telling you, I'm I'm excited. Listen, don't get me wrong. I am excited. I am excited about about being in a a new location. I'm excited about about us being a a camp, a military camp, a fortress where where we're going to go out and we're going to invade the dark and we're going to rescue people that are lost and people that are inbound, people that that need freedom from demonic strongholds. I'm excited about it. But it won't happen because of a building. It'll happen because that there are real people like you and the person sitting beside you. Go ahead and say, he's talking to you right now. Just tell him. He's talking to you right now, right? It'll be because you and the people sitting beside you this morning say, you know what? I'm going to live out a sincere faith. A sincere faith. I'm going to live out a faith without hypocrisy. I'm going to live out a faith where there's There's no imitating or impersonating. I'm not going to just be an idealist about others. I'm going to be an obedient son and daughter filled with your spirit, Lord. Anything less. Let me ask you this. How many people believe that's really what we're made for? Anybody know that's what we're made for? That's what we're made for. 
made to go to a, a place with the Lord. And, and I'm telling you, it's not just about in the building. Because if, what, what about when you're not in the building? What about when you're on the campus? What, what about when you're on that, that high school or that college campus? Who are you then? Are you not still the anointed sons and daughters of Almighty God? What about in the workplace? Listen, I said it earlier. If you do not know who you are, you will not know what to do. But what about when you're in the workplace and, and you're wearing that mask of work and do and, and I'm trying to accomplish and earn money and, and I want to do all the things so that, that my, everybody sees me, my wife sees me, my family sees me as a good provider, responsible person, and somebody comes up and they say to you, oh man, man, this, this day, this, man, my life, it's just, it's, it's, it's tearing apart, it's being destroyed. And at that point in time, you know, we got a question on our hands about who are we? Are we the person that's just saying, it's about the job, it's about the job, it's about the job? Or are we the sons and daughters of God that say, I'm so glad you shared that with me? Come here, let me take a minute and let me pray for you. Let me, let me let you know that not only does God care, but I care. And let me tell you that, that I'm going to pray for you. And when I pray for you, I believe that my Father who is in heaven will hear from heaven. And he will begin to move and minister and change things in your life. Do you know who you are? Do you know who you are? Do you know who you are? God wants us to know who we are. God wants us to know who we are. So no pretending. No pretending as a, as a church. No pretending as individuals. I, I was going to show a short video, but, um, but um, I think the Lord intervened. <laughs> so... But has anybody ever watched those? Um, maybe you've seen it on television uh, or, or YouTube or something. And, and, and these people, they go out on the street and they do these interviews. So as, as I was preparing for this message, I started, I'm telling you, I was, I was laying on the couch. I was cracking up. So they go up and they stick this microphone in somebody's face and they say, well, ma'am, what do you think? And the one, one of them that I thought was the funniest was about, they said, you know what? They've, they've decided that they're going to change the schedule of when they have earthquakes. And, and so they're only going to schedule them every five years now. And, and they, they've come out with this decision to just have earthquakes every five years. And, and the people are saying, what do you think about it? Oh, I, I think that's a great decision. And I am so. <laughs> and I was reading that. And when I read that and when I heard that and, and, and it never happened. And I'm thinking, these people are liars, right? They're just lying right there in front of God and the whole world. I mean, they're, and, and they go on, and there's all kinds of them. They don't spend all afternoon watching this thing, but I'm telling you, there's some funny stuff there. It's about, you know, and what do you think about, and they ask them about, did you know just last week, Stalin made this statement, and he was, you know, if, don't, 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 don't agree with us, sorry, because he's been dead for a long time, and Oh, yeah, I heard that. When I heard that, I just thought, you know, that's what we need. Just in case you're not aware of it, nobody here, everybody here is excluded from this, but there are people in our world that are stupid, all right? I mean, they're just, they're just I mean, you know. And people to say things, and they'll just go along with things, and they'll lie, and I'm telling you, you know, that stuff is funny, but it's also a little bit, I mean, it's, it's a lot embarrassing, but it, it's a little bit sad, isn't it? So the question becomes for us today, it's easy to see, as we've seen 
Thank you, guys. Thanks for everybody for your helps. You can you can take those masks off. You can take them. You can keep them. You can okay. You can share them. But so the question becomes this: I think two questions. One is, one is, what masks do we wear? What what, what mask? What what mask do we do we put on regularly that that keeps the sincere faith? A faith founded in a, an ongoing relationship with Jesus Christ where, where we are seeking to continually be filled with the Spirit and living out of the fullness. What mask do we wear? Is it, is it the mask of the, the doer, the achiever? Is it the, the mask of the pleaser? Oh, I just got to make everybody happy and take on the responsibility of the world. Problems in my family. Oh, it's, I, I, if, I, if I prayed, and listen, I lived there, folks, I'm telling you. I, I was telling somebody this past week, I said, I can remember the time where if there were people in the church struggling in their marriage, that, that there would be times I'd be praying, God, what do I need to do more? Am I not praying for them enough? Am I not having financial problems? Lord, what can, Lord have I done, did I not do something right? Did I not teach right? And finally the Lord said, showed me, <laughs> freed me from it. He said, it's not your responsibility, it's theirs. It's theirs. Now I pray and I cover and we, we, we surround you and all, man, we keep you lifted in prayer, but, but you're the one. You have to live out the sincere faith. You've got to read your Bible and chew and eat for yourself. You're the one has got to self-feed. You're the one has got to have a hunger and thirst for God. You're the one that gets to get down on your knees and seek God. You're the one that gets to have personal revelation and word and strength that you receive directly from Almighty God. You get to do that. But it's hard to do when you're hiding behind a mask. So the one question is, what masks? What masks do we wear? It's not a new problem, folks. It goes all the way back to the garden. <laughs> Adam and Eve, what's the first thing they do? We're going to put on a mask. right? We're going we're to mask our nakedness. We're going to put on some leaves. We're going to hide. How many times, how much do we... Do we hide who we really are? Do we hide the hurts? Do we hide the, the deep despair of our life? Do we hide the needs from... Do we, listen, there's nothing we hide from God. So rather than spending so much time trying to mask or hide, why don't we come and present our needs to God? Why don't we give them to Him and let Him come in and work in our lives and work through our lives? Maybe, maybe a more, a more important, a more difficult, a more, a more serious question is this. What thing, not only what mask do I wear, but what thing in my life am I trying to cover with that mask? What hurt in my life? Am I trying to cover with this mask? What, what thing that took place, what, that twisted my thinking, that thought if I, what, what am I trying to cover up? And so here's what I want us to do today. And Don, you can come up. <clears throat> I want us to take a couple minutes and I want us to go to the Lord. And How many people believe that today God's saying no masks? Anybody, anybody getting this this morning? No masks. No fake stuff. Right? No chameleons, no impersonators, no imposters, right? 
How many people say today, I want to live out a sincere faith? And now listen, I know that asking those questions can be difficult. So here I want to give you a couple of ways how that you can find out. Because some of us go, I don't know what I'm, I don't know what, what I'm covering. I don't know what the mask I wear is. You want to know, how many people would like to say, if I'm wearing a mask, I'd really like to know. Anybody? Uh, we lost a few people there. <laughs> here, I'm going, to, I'm going to give you a couple of ways to do that. And this shows the importance, folks, of why we need people in our life. I would encourage you to ask somebody. Husbands, ask your wives. Wives, ask your husbands. Parents, you really brave? Ask your kids. Do do I ever come across as angry or am I ever distant or am am I ever so holy that nobody can even rise to climb that mountain to come into my presence. Am I always the answer man? Why, why so? What, what, what need is there of approval in my life that keeps me from being able to be gracious and, and listen to some other people and to care about other people? What, what is it that's in us that keeps us so wound up, so self-focused, so so focused on ourselves that that we forget that we live in a world that's surrounded by other people. My hurts, my wounds, my loneliness, my isolation, my needs, is it really all about me? So I would just say, ask somebody. Last, uh, last Tuesday night, just a few guys got together and and I'm just telling you, man, we got together and we were going to have a meeting. We were going to talk about really important things. But somebody showed up and they, and they were carrying some weight and they had some stuff in their life. And all of a sudden, you know what they did? They took the mask and they put it down on the table. And when they put the mask down on the table... some other brothers be able to speak into the identity of who that person really was and just remind them you're not the mask you're a real man of God you're a real son of God and before we left man I'm telling you everybody there said God God did something special I'm telling you we need each other we need some Pauls in our lives. We need some Timothys in our lives. We need some other couples. We need, we need some groups. Where's Matt and Nicole? We need some groups in our lives. We need, right? We need people. So from time to time, those people can say, you know, I've seen you wearing that mask of, oh, I'm so busy. I'm so important. I'm, I'm busy, 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 busy. <laughs> really? Really? How busy are you when the, the sickness comes and you have to go into a hospital bed? All that other stuff gets put aside, doesn't it? Yet we're too busy just to seek the Lord or to, to, to love people or to get out of our own stuff. Lay the mask down. So ask somebody. Second thing is, and we're closing with this. How about asking God? God Will you show me if there's any mask 
me mask. Maybe I don't always wear it, but I sure keep it in my back pocket. God, I keep it right there where, oh, somebody, somebody sees me in, in the store and I, I can put it, oh yeah, everything's great. Bless the Lord. I just cussed my wife and kicked the cat this morning, but I'm doing wonderful. Put that mask on. They walk away and oh, we'll put it back in our pocket for a little while. Folks, I'm telling you, God loves you too much to let you stay under the influence of the mask when you can live in the fullness of his presence. Amen? How about standing with me this morning? I know. How about just doing this, just very quickly. Listen, I'm telling you, God will speak. If you'll ask, he'll speak. Very quickly. Don't leave. Don't pack your bags. Don't fill up your purses. Don't, okay? right now let's just say Holy Spirit come on just everybody do this just say Holy Spirit will you just show me right now is there any mask that I'm wearing is there any mask that I was put on God if there is will you not only show me the mask but will you show me what it's covering in my life is there an insecurity is there a is there something lacking or missing? Is there a hurt or a wound? Is there a... God, maybe it's, there's just a separation from you and, and I don't want to be separated from you because without you, there's no way I can live out a sincere faith. Listen to him now. Listen. Do you hear what he's saying? Do you hear it this morning? I think, I think there's a lot of us that put those masks on because we want to cloak fear. I'm afraid if somebody really knew me, if they really knew what was in my heart, if they really knew all the things that I wasn't, they wouldn't love me. And can I tell you, God knows everything about you and He absolutely adores you. As a matter of fact, He loves you too much to stay under that mask. He wants to set you free today. He wants to set you free. So let me just ask this, with every head bowed, nobody looking around this morning, all right? How many people would say, you know what, I want a, I want a more sincere faith. I want a faith without masks. And so I, today, I just, I just say, God, I want to ask the Lord just to come and to, to heal everything and anything in my life that would ever cause me to lean to a mask instead of to Him. Is there anybody here this morning that says, I want to be able to live a more sincere faith with Jesus? Just lift your hand right now. Yes, 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 yes. Why don't, why don't you just, just, just go ahead, just reach up and just take that mask off. Say, God, I take every mask off and I lay it down right now. And I welcome you just to come and to fill and to flood my life with your life, your freedom, your love, all that you are. I want to show who you are <clears throat> to every person every person and at all times in Jesus name and so Father right now we just come and we lay down the masks come on just do it why don't you just reach up and grab that mask and just say God I lay it down right now I take all, any, away anything God I surrender it to you Father this very minute I, 
I yield it to you. And God, I, and I ask God, not only would you help me to never again put on a mask, but God, that you would heal. God, that you would correct, that you would fix, that you would fix everything and anything that ever, would ever tempt me to hide behind anything. I welcome, come on, church, come on. Do it, don't be sincere about it, please. God, I welcome you, Holy Spirit, to come and to fill and to flood my life and to take my life and to use it for your glory. In Jesus' name.